So what you're saying. <laughs> so what are we saying tonight? <laughs> We're going to start with emails as always. Um, let me get can, my drink hey, going. Can we do this? Speaking of your drink, can we do this so that we can get him off of bothering us for once and for all up front and talk about snaggles within the first 30 seconds? Well, we try and drag him on and make him listen a little bit, but uh, obviously, you know, he's a... Uh, he gets mad when we put him at the end because I heard about that too. I'm drinking, drinking, drinking whiskey. <laughs> I'm drinking J. Riley 1775. And obviously, he's hitting me pretty fucking hard because I can't even pronounce it. The shit is good. It's a rye whiskey. It's smooth. You know, I learned, I went to this Eyes Wide Shut party, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But you're supposed to rinse your ice off because if you don't, it fucks with the taste of it, which I never knew. But anyhow, let's get to the emails. Have you ever had ice or ice cream that's got that freezer burn taste to it? Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's what he was saying. He was saying something. Oh, fuck it. I'll talk about it later. All right. We got Misty right off top. And okay. now let me stop right here. Right, right fucking here, guys. I don't know who the fuck you think you're listening to, but you guys send us these long-form emails. Look, I'm reading a book already, okay? I'm reading a book called 1491. It's about the world before Columbus. It's about America before America, America. before Columbus came over here. I'm reading a book. So to read you guys' email, especially on this fucking show, you guys get deep, man. And we're not that bright. We're, I'm only about 14 mentally. I, you can't be much more than that. I like to think yeah. of myself as a uh, well-renowned 16-year-old. Yeah, 16-year-old. Okay, yeah. so you got a license. We hang out together. Mentally, we're not that <laughs> smart, guys. So I don't know why you guys send us all these fucking uh, deep-thinking emails, but I'm going to read them. And all of them are long form. So, again, Boston Public Education is about ready to come into form. Misty, she says, this is why Zeke, Ezekiel, the Ewok motherfucker, keeps getting to play. <laughs> Joke's on you, he didn't play this week, Misty. He got his fucking suspension. Good. Some ex-girlfriend thought she could pull some shit and get rich by making up a story about him. I don't know. How you know it's made up? Mm. She's seen others get paid off it, so she's going to try. Her story is obviously inconsistent. <laughs> fucking cowboy fans sit your ass on the bitch you little cunt that's what she's saying to the girl i've been a cowboys fan since Dion sanders days my fantasy's name is neon Dion. um which is safe word misty however i just seen a commercial for him promoting fucking botox not cool bro my husband and i have made a pact that we will grow old and wrinkly together wow that went in a whole nother direction yes it did <laughs> maybe zeke's ex wants botox and she can't afford it so she made up these false accusations to get rich and get pretty go cowboys go red Sox. that's for you keith i've been a boston fan since i was 14 that's why i read that fucking email just for the go boston yeah, she threw go that in you, so Missy. you would yeah she threw it yeah she panned it to the audience she knows what she's doing but uh, Zeke's sitting now, so all that shit went out the window. Then we got one from Pat, the, the androgynous Pat. <laughs> Pat wrote a fucking paragraph. Pat is long-winded, okay? 
Pat says, holy shit. I love the part about people not checking others. I have this theory about bullying and have been told that my theory is crap. I truly, you can say shit on this show, Pat. I truly believe that the so-called bullies and people who told other people that they were fucks is needed in society. It keeps people in check. By keeping people in check, society moves forward in unity. This anti-bullying shit is crazy. Sure, there are some fucks and bullies, and my thoughts are if you're... If you are being bullied, then start lifting weights and learn how to fight. Beat the <laughs> fuck out of the douchebag or change your fucking ways. There's a reason why you're getting picked on. Everybody is not fucking special. You may be special to your mama, but aside from her, you're just some other fuck like the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> Thanks for saying that shit, Keith. It's funny how much you and I think alike. Yeah, you should go talk to somebody. It fucking scares me. Exactly. If you're as warped as I am, well, it's evident that you are a ha-ha. Woodrow, thanks for the last. Love your insight. And your five-second stop to ponder your thoughts in the middle of the episode. Maybe, maybe you could have <laughs> put some fucking music in that recess you took. No way. Also, <laughs> I guess last week you took... Yeah, you took a pause last week. I don't know if you were... I don't know what the fuck you were doing, I, man. I did a couple. I listened to it. I did a couple. You had some very um, interesting, intriguing thought-provoking questions wow it took me a moment you know Uh you know not all the time am i able to come back so quick mostly it's because people are so stupid i am trying to come up with an excuse for them and i just didn't have one well and alcohol might have something to do with it give credit what credit's due that's yeah that could be also the boy scout leaders who dress up as boy scouts look like they're pedophiles Fuck, half of them probably are i was a boy scout we always joked about these fucks i'm confident that my scout master is gay, never tried any shit on me, but had gay tendencies about him. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Remember Paul? You know who Paul Lynn is? Uh-huh. He was on uh, Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Maybe that's what he means by gay tendencies. Cause, uh, I, yeah, that, that's... But you know what? I never knew I, Kevin Spacey sounded gay, but I never thought he was gay. So for him to come out as gay is kind of like half shocked to me. That, cut, that did shock me. It shocked you to Kevin Spacey? Because he always plays a tough guy. Yeah, and that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, his role. You know, I I got something about that a little later on about the whole uh, celebrity athlete thing. But uh, anyway, did I have, did I ever talk to you? Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Atlanta? And I'm working out. Okay, I go there to visit my sister. She's in school or somewhere at the time. I can't remember. Anyhow, she where she's supposed to be, and I go to the gym to work out. I go in there and I'm doing my workout. I'm sitting by the mirror, you know, because I'm a narcissist. Sure. And I'm I'm hearing behind me, I hear, yeah, and I told him, if he's going to touch me like that, he can't, we can't go out no more, right? And I'm hearing this, you know, quote unquote, you know, uh, uh, effeminate voice coming from a man, uh-huh. right? And I'm looking in the mirror behind me and behind me is these three brothers. And I was, you know, well, I was, I, I'm 6'4", you know, I was 265 at the time. And these brothers are every bit as big as me. Okay. And I'm looking in the mirror and I see the voices, but I'm like, they can't be coming out this fucking guy. So I turn around to confirm what I'm seeing in the mirror. And it's them. These guys who are yoked as motherfuckers are talking about dates with men. And you got to remember, you know, people talk about gay people and all this stuff, men. But they're still fucking men. They will still fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying to make. These are still fucking men. Right. You know, yeah. if, you, if you step to them wrong, you're going to come up with dentures, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just turned back around and did my workout, man. <laughs> All right. The next one is from uh, somebody called Black College. 
Uh, I like that name already. Haywood and Keith. Long-time listener, first-time emailer, so we must have pissed somebody off, right? I love the show, okay? Every week I have to hang up my feminist hat. There we go. So I can listen and laugh with you guys. I lose about 10 IQ points, but it's a good time. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say something about the hashtag me too pound sign. First off, my heart goes out to that woman that was raped. Do you, was was that Misty? Yeah. Yep. That was damn. That's weird. No one is saying that pain of being sexually harassed is equal to the pain of being raped. What we are saying is that none of it is okay. In a podcast, you guys seem to be saying that yes, it's wrong to rape, but if a man decides whether or not a woman gets a job and wants to pull his dick out in an interview, no big deal, and a woman should just get over it. That's bullshit. Also. That was all capital with an exclamation point. Also, serious. Cam Newton is an asshole for many reasons, but right now we're just talking about his sexism. He said it was surprised. It was surprising to Cam that a woman knows the, about the routes that Keith's mom doesn't know about routes. Keith's mom is not a fucking paid professional sports writer. You don't know my mama, first of all. <laughs> all right, so no, she she might be my my mama might be Susie Cobra. All right, I'm an accountant. Imagine. I'm in a meeting doing my fucking job for which I was hired because I'm most qualified for, which was my life's work. Oh, excuse me, for which my life work has prepared me. See, guys, this is what happens when you send me long form fucking emails. And some <laughs> asshole says, it's funny to hear a black person talk about debits and credit. <laughs> Why? Why is that funny? Yo, fuck Cam Newton. All right. So I remember talking about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I talked about that shit. And then what did I say after? I talked about women hanging their cooters out and moving up the fucking ladder by fucking men. But there's no mention of that in here. I love how women do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the feminist women, they come in, they take one half of the argument and they forget the other half. I said maybe Cam Newton thought it was sexy. So here, here's the thing. You're taking sex appeal out of the game. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, if you're a feminist, right, I understand that, but... You have to understand that women still have that power in men, and they use it on the other side. Women use that power to move up, and nobody ever fucking talks about that, no. man. No. Nope. You know? I mean, all right, so, like, you, you're a feminist, so you know you're Whitney Houston, black college. Whitney said, how will I know if he really loves me? Well, according to today's day and age, you won't know, because he can't come up to you and say anything. No. You know what I mean? He can't say, oh, girl, you look good. No. So- oh, girl, you... This, this reminds me, I had this conversation last night. I was out at a, for lack of better terms, a club. Strip club. Paying, no, no, heavens no. I have okay. more respect for women than that, right? But it leads me to my, to, leads me to my, this point. If a woman gets a boob job, she has her breasts augmented. I, she obviously does that for her own confidence and then they typically they'll put them on display if i look at them or if i make a comment about them suddenly it's me again that's in the wrong how the hell does that work when that's what you asked for when you paid the ten thousand dollars for a boob job right now right now i'm not saying to to black college's point here i'm not saying that i have the right to go and grope or fondle or no or pull my dick out and rub it in between them but i am saying like where, why is this line so definitive when it comes to their side versus my side? If I went and got my dick augmented and I was flopping that thing around, you stared at it, it wouldn't be an issue. Because well, I chose to have my dick flopping out, like the dude with a 19-inch penis, right? 
Yeah. I mean, he's everyone's going to look at it, everyone's going to point at it, everyone's going to say something. Maybe he feels bad that you do that, but it, it, I think that our society doesn't see it that way. Here, here's my thing, all right? And give me a second to lay this out. There's a WNBA, okay? It's been a WNBA for what, 25 years, damn near? A long time. How much do those women make? Uh, not not much. Not a lot. 35, 45, maybe 65, $70,000. They make so little that they still go over in the offseason and play overseas to subsidize their income, right? Right. How much do NBA players make? Oh, do you, way too much. Do they have part-time jobs? Nope. No. All right. So, in that aspect, a man can do something better than a woman. Okay. Let me piss people off right now. Obviously, black college, I'm going to really piss her off. That's why I'm an advocate for prostitution. All right? A Chippendale guy. He's not making much money as a high-class prostitute. No. All I'm saying saying is there are factors into what we are, I don't want to say good at, but what is a premium product. Okay? I've watched probably two WNBA games in my life, and I didn't watch the whole thing. I've watched hundreds of NBA games. Okay? People, women especially, aren't going to pay most women aren't going to pay men to have sex because they can go out there and get it anytime they want. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, I, is that a benefit? Is it a detriment? I guess it depends on your point of view. So I believe, and I think I talked about this on this before. I believe prostitution is illegal because this is a man driven society. And because a man can't go and get paid to pull his dick out or to have sex with a hot girl or, or, or any girl, nobody's going to pay a man. Most people are going to pay a man to have sex. That's why prostitution is legal. If men could do it, it'd be legal. Right. That's that that that's what I'm saying. And I don't know if any of that makes sense because again, I'm drinking 1775. But my my intentions are to just I'm I'm just trying to line out the the, the differences here and basically to use what you got. And the women that use sex to get ahead in life are using what they got. They understand there's a power there. To, and it doesn't even always have to be sex. Sometimes it's just flirting. Right. And, All right. And my, my thing back, I guess when we talked about the, the Me Too thing, we didn't go into it too deep because we, we had a, a fun show lined up when that whole thing kind of came to fruition. Um, that was rhyme time, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't go into it too deep. So had we spent more time on it, I think we would have been able to maybe go Lay into it out a little more. bit better. But not long after that whole thing came out and it was, oh, I've been raped or, oh, I've been sexually harassed or blah, mm-hmm. blah, you know, whatever the case was in your case. But in our local area, there was a Me Too and there was like a rally and it was over domestic violence. Like, Me how Too, does that, I thought it was rape. Yeah, I thought it was rape. Yeah, how does that have anything to do with domestic violence? Now, maybe I didn't read far enough into their protest and their issues or whatever, but... My point with the Me Too thing is if, if you're talking about just rape only, then let's talk about just that. But to lump everything into that and make that the same as rape, it's not. They're separate issues. Yeah, I agree. And Black College, I want you to write in on the other side. I would like I would like a not a long form. God damn. I'm tired of reading this long form. But I would like an email coming from you speaking about the women that use sex to the advantage, for lack of a better word. All right, I'm done with that. Would you good? I'm good. All right, last one. This is more up our alley. Straight up, it says, love you guys. It says, homies, you two, you you know I love you bros. 
You guys aren't afraid to say it like it is. Chasing millennials to their safe spaces. <laughs> time to invest in Play-Doh. I don't know what that means. Also, this episode reminds me of the time Keith gave me herpes. I never had herpes. I had AIDS, okay? <laughs> the opening line was, I'm six feet, four inches, and those are two measurements. <laughs> <laughs> Love at first sight. Keep it up, homies. Those are the end of the emails. That last, that's pretty funny. That's more up our alley. I don't know what the hell the rest of these people think they're doing here, emailing <laughs> us like we're daggone uh, people reading think rainbow and shit. Yeah, they think we're getting deep here. We're not. No, no. Ain't nothing deep about this here. All right, wait. I got to tell you a story. Okay. I think this me. is three weeks in a row I've told a story. So me and, my, me, me and my girl, and I call her my girl. She's my wife. Hey, Black College, you got a problem with that? That I call my wife my girl? But <laughs> I call her my girl. All right. We went to one of them eyes wide shut parties, man. I went to some party up in the hills and shit. I swear, I, I there had to be Illuminati people up there. Okay, it's a dinner <laughs> party. Don't ask how I got invited to it, but I did. But me and my girl was sitting at our table with some friends, and I hear in the table behind. So one of my boys is sitting across from me, and at the table behind him, which is in front of me, I hear this conversation. So this woman. And, and I want you to, t- I'm, I'm going to tell this story and I want you to tell me what this woman looked like. Okay. Okay. She's sitting there. She says, yeah, I was leaving so-and-so's house at three in the morning and I dropped my phone and I swerved and a cop pulled me over. And she says, and I asked the cop, why are you pulling me over? And he says, we have a lot of car burglaries in this area. And I just wanted to check and make sure you weren't one of the people that we have described to us. <laughs> and she says to her friends, like I look like a car thief. Ah. Now, this woman, you can tell she never had a dick anywhere near her face. Probably never had one up past <laughs> her stomach. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was one of those just, you know, prudish motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Tell me what she looked like, Wood. My guess is she was probably um, mid-30s into her 40s. Probably a white lady. Oh, you're hitting it. Hit Brown hair, blonde hair. Uh, probably blonde. Booyah. You hit it. You hit it right up. And all I'm saying is this. Nobody else could say that. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of black people. I know a lot of Hispanic people. I know some white people. Nobody I know, except for somebody who fits that description you just gave, could ever say that. Do I look like a car thief? You know why? Mm-hmm. Because in their mind, who looks like a car thief? I do. Right. I look like a car thief. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's that subliminal racist stuff right there, man. I just, I would, and so I'm sitting there and I hear it. Now my girl knows me. She knows me well. She starts to hit the panic button. Yeah, she did. She grabbed, she grabbed my wrist. Cause I wanted so bad to ask this girl, what does a car thief look like? I wanted to put her on the spot. I'm not afraid of hard conversations. You know that about me. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm fucking with my fork and shit. And as soon as I hear it, I look up, my girl grabs my wrist and she locked on that motherfucker like a pit bull on a pork chop, man. (laughs) She, 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 she was locked on. I couldn't move. And I just looked at it and she's just like, you know, come on, not now, not tonight. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I left it alone. So I will never know what a car thief looks like to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, apparently but, not God. her. No, she looked like an actress. You know, you know those Massingale douche commercials. You know how they got this clean, fresh lady. Yeah. You know, she's got that pencil-shaped body with the long blonde hair. That's exactly what she looked like, man. Like I said, she she never had a. a never mind. I'm not even gonna say it again. But <laughs> that was my experience at the Eyes Wide Shut party, which actually turned out pretty pretty good. And I realized I'm drinking my bourbon wrong. He's well, supposed to put. I, I, I imagine I'm drinking a lot of things wrong. I just drink it. 
Yeah, you just get it from A to B. But I guess there's a process to drinking bourbon. You're supposed yeah. to rinse the ice if you're gonna put ice in it. If you don't put ice in it, you're supposed to put a couple of drops of water in it and it spreads the taste throughout your mouth. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, but uh I, I learned a lot about that day, man. That sounds like uh if somebody taught you that? Or yeah, you watched like a, a PowerPoint no, presentation. It was a <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy up there talking about bourbon. He's a uh, he's a wine alcohol aficionado. I mean, he knows how to make the alcohol taste better, and, and he's talking about the flavor and the barrels and all this shit, man. I asked him drunk questions. I don't remember what I asked him, but I do remember standing next to him talking to him. That sounds and to he, me like somebody that we need to have on the show. I w- I would love to have somebody. Like, I'll, I'll see if I can find him and reach out to him, man, because uh. Fallout, I assume we got a lot of, you know, functional alcoholics out there listening to the show. Of course you know, do. maybe they can enhance their, 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 their slit small liquor or their uh, Pat's Blue Ribbon beer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can talk about how to do that, man. Uh, yo, yo, Christmas is coming, right? All right. So, so these motherfuckers, they make you feel like, and this goes back to that feminism shit, the girl with the feminist hat. Okay. If you don't buy your girl something from Jared the fucking Jeweler, or you don't buy her a new car, you're less than. You're shitty, yeah. You, you're shitty. I don't buy into that, man. Uh-uh. No, so... This this takes me to, and I'm sure we'll do an episode on it in about three months. Okay. Uh, yeah, about three and a half months or so we'll do an episode on this. I have no doubt. But you know what other uh, holiday that's coming up in about three and a half months that pisses me off? Not even really a holiday. Yes. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's a money grab. Fuck that, man. Yeah, so if I and it's all, the onus is always put on the fucking guy. Did you yeah. take care of your girl this week? Did you do that? Wait a minute. You need to fucking do something for me. Right. Well, in a, in this uh, society that we want everything to be equal and, you know, uh, everybody to have the same and be the same here and there. It gets real uneven then, doesn't it? Yeah. And, oh, never mind asking them to open a door for me. No. That's a no. fight. You want to fight? slam right in your fucking face, man. Yeah. You know? And the other hustle was that motherfucking Black Friday. You stand in line, yep. you go in there and fight with all those people at any fucking store in America now. And for a fucking $30 TV that's going to last you two months. Yep. I mean, is that $30 TV really worth knocking over that old person or that little kid? But these people go in there. And you realize those big chain stores like Altart and Farget, they, uh, <laughs> they, they have that cheap shit made just for that. Yeah, and not and only it's that, that planned. It's that it, planned obsolescence, man. If you wait until the day after Christmas, it's going to be the mm-hmm. same price. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's just a money grab. It you is. You know, I remember coming up. Remember, remember coming up. You celebrated fucking Halloween. Then you did the turkey with the hand. Remember, you used to trace your hand yeah. and make the fucking yeah. turkey and all that shit. It goes straight from fucking Halloween to Christmas now. Yep. Oh, and yeah. these motherfuckers eat it up. It's just to get your guys. It's to separate you from your fucking money. Please don't go yeah. stand in line for that shit. Chris, the fucking store should not be open at. They open at eight o'clock on fucking Chris, or Thanksgiving night. Yeah. So yeah, these motherfuckers can't spend time with their family. Yeah, it's bullshit, man. It used to be the next day. It used to be Black Friday was on a Friday, but no, now they open. Thanksgiving night, and I think yeah. that's bullshit because it's taking time away from people's families, man. Well, now, now it's like Gray Thursday and Black Friday, <laughs> you know. And, and oh, we want it so you can get back to your family. What about those poor people that are working it? Working the motherfucker, yeah. It's bullshit, man. Yeah. You know, I I was uh was sitting here, and I'm waiting for the fucking game to come on tonight, and I'm flipping fucking channels. 
and the game was a blowout. So I ended yeah. up watching Sully with Tom Hanks, who I, you know, guys, when I talked about my favorite fucking actors, Tom Hanks is up there. I'm going to go back to that. But we stopped on Impractical Jokers. <laughs> don't ask me why. How nobody ever fucked those guys up is beyond me, man. I don't think any of that shit's funny. Some of the shit they do, and they put allegedly strangers onto. I you know? think it's some of it's set up. It's got to be. Would I would fuck one of those motherfuckers up? They do that shit to me. And I don't give do a it, fuck, man. They do it enough there, and I think they're in New York, right? That people gotta know. Yeah, man. It, it, New York's a different animal. That's a different fuck. So if it's in New York, it's gotta all be set up, man. Yeah. Right. I watched Sully tonight with Tom Hanks, and first of all, have you seen that movie? Only part of it. I haven't made it all the way through. They try and set his ass up. They try and make it look like he did the wrong thing. When it comes out, he did the right thing. Right. And that's how fucking businesses are, man. It's a, yeah. You do the right thing, they try and fucking screw you. It's bullshit. But anyhow, Tom Hanks is amazing. I saw that fucker in uh, Captain Phillips. That's, yes. I was just going to say that about him when you said your favorite actor. Yo, that was going to go to Captain That part... That part when from from the part where they shoot that last Somali that's standing by him and he goes, What was that? What was that? Is that me? Is that my blood? You know what I mean? And, uh-huh. and he's got the blindfold on and he takes it off to when he gets off the boat and he's like, Yeah, I'm okay. And he's crying. Oh man. Yeah, when he's when he's back and they're like checking him medically or whatever. Checking him. Right. Yeah. When he's in the medical room. Yo, man, that motherfucker is out of control. Him and Denzel should do it. Speaking of which, Denzel comes out next week. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But anyhow, him and Denzel should do another movie. They did Philadelphia, and there's a part in that movie. Every time I see it, it damn near gets me. When 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 Denzel goes, I can't help you. You don't have a case. And Tom Hanks walks out, and that fucking Bruce Springsteen song is playing, uh-huh. Streets of Philadelphia, and Tom Hanks goes to go one way, and he goes to go to the left way, and he goes to go right because he has nowhere to go. That look on his face, I'm just like, yo, oh. man. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker is out of control. You know, Philly brings me to the fucking Eagles. They're getting on my team of teams I fucking hate, man. I hate the Redskins. I hate the fucking Cowboys. I hate the 49ers. I hate the Broncos. Philly, man. I And now, see, I hate the fucking Eagles now. Because everybody, you see fucking Eagles fans everywhere. I know people from Philly that don't like fucking Eagles fans. Or, or don't like the Eagles. Right. They never liked them now until they start fucking winning. These bandwagon motherfuckers. It's just like the Red Sox. There was a time... When I living out here, I can see somebody with a Red Sox hat on, and I would say, "Yo, where are you from?" They tell me Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Boston. You know what I mean? Now these motherfuckers, oh, I'm from Iowa, I'm from Michigan, I'm from fucking you know uh, Nevada, because yeah. they started winning. Bandwagon right. shit. I don't like bandwagon you shit, know, man. You know who else are like that in abundance right who? now is uh, Golden State Warrior fans. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Ask them to name anybody prior to the current team. They can name you nobody. Nobody. They have no fucking idea, man. I I, I don't like bandwagon fans. Do your suffering. I've been right. a Red Sox fan all my fucking life. I've had my heart ripped out and hit over the fucking Green Monster. I have my heart ripped out, ripped out and fucking ground out in Yankee Stadium. I've had it ground out in fucking uh, uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinal Stadium. I it's shitty being a fan but you know what it makes it that much sweeter when you get the way you need to get right i've i've right? uh one of my teams has gone oh and 16 i know what it's like yeah, just, yeah, stick yeah. With <laughs> <laughs> just stick with them it'll turn around one day 
You know, yeah. one, one, hey, your time will come. Just be patient. You don't have to jump around every fucking team. I can't stand that type of shit, man. Right. You know, and we were talking about Tom Hanks earlier, which reminds me, me and my girl, we've been, me and my girl, Black College, me and my girl, we've been <laughs> flying a lot. Ooh, right? Look at you, fancy. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes I do the thing, man. You know, <laughs> but airlines are so shitty now. They're terrible. They treat you like shit. I hate to be one of those I remember when, but I know the majority of our listeners, listeners of our, uh, our demographics would. You used to get a fucking blanket, they charge you for a fucking blanket. Now you used to get food, they charge you for that. They treat you like shit. These motherfuckers are like nerds ratchet now. The fucking stewardess or airlines, whatever they call nurse ratchet guys, look it up. Once flew over the cuckoo's nest. Right. That's how these motherfuckers act now. Recently, I went out of town and I and I took a flight. It was a short flight, and I checked my bags like everybody else. They say take out your electronics and right. take off your shoes, take off your belt, take off your dignity, leave it in the bucket, and send it through. <laughs> so I do, right. and I get in the little thing. It spins around. It checks. I'm okay, and I get to the other side and. All my stuff comes through except for my bag. So I didn't I didn't check luggage. I just took a bag and my laptop case. And they take my bag to the side. And the guy asks, you know, is there anything dangerous in here? And I bit my tongue and I said no. Because I wanted uh, to say yes. But figured that yeah, You can't fuck with trouble. those people. You can't fuck with them. They don't no. have no sense of humor. So, so I say, no, there's nothing or whatever. So he opens it up. And in the side pouch, I have a... You know those, uh, so it's a plastic bag. It's like a party bag. So it's got a, a zip tie or a twist tie around it. And it's full <laughs> of Reese's pieces. And he pulls it out and he looks at it. And he goes, what are these? He said, what the fuck do they look like? They're Reese's pieces. Do you want one? He's like, well, you probably should pull those out next time. And I'm like, whatever, dude. Okay. Why? Okay. I don't know. So I don't think anything. I was just, okay, whatever. You guys are kind of a kind of hard asses for it so i <clears throat> i'm now i'm coming back home so i think well i've eaten half the bag uh-huh. so surely that was just that guy being anal and and i'm not gonna hit it again so i go through same routine now mind you in the front of my bag i have a baggie full of ibuprofen excedrin um advil miscellaneous pills tylenol in the front right right so i send it through same thing. This time my belt goes off, so I have to take off my belt because I forgot. Whatever. So mm-hmm. I get through, and same thing. They take my bag aside. Guy says, is there anything dangerous? And I go, no, there's not anything dangerous. So he says, okay, and he unzips the same pouch, pulls uh-huh. out a half bag of Reese's Pieces and says, oh, it's just these. What are they, M&Ms? I said, no, matter of fact, they're Reese's Pieces. But okay. <laughs> he goes... Well, maybe next time, if you fly a lot, you should put this stuff to the side. And I said, what's the problem? Maybe they have maybe they have diabetes, and from where they stand, it is dangerous. They're fucking morons is what they are, man. Reese's Pieces twice, they're going to kill somebody. Yeah, well, a diabetic. Yeah. That, that's all they're going to kill is a fucking diabetic. Yo, you said something earlier I want to I wanna go back on. I said something about a strip club, and you said you have more respect for women than that. Do the women have respect for themselves being strippers? Well, of course. They're putting themselves through college. I'm going to tell you about the time. I flew to Vegas, right? We used to take these little puddle hoppers to Vegas. And there was probably... 
this is before the airlines packed everybody full. You you didn't always have every fucking seat full. You know how it's like that now. Yeah. There was a time when you'd have you'd be like, oh shit, nobody's sitting next to me. Okay, so the, the airline was probably the airplane was probably half full, and out of the half, there was probably thirty girls that were nines, tens, okay. all of them flying down to Vegas. Um, to strip and all of them were like you said they were in med school or law school sure. putting themselves through where these hot doctors and lawyers are now I have no fucking idea right <laughs> but I mean if my, my thing is this let me ask you if somebody was going to pay you to take your clothes off would you do it yes okay yeah. so is it you not having respect for yourself or is it you just taking advantage of what the defense gives you mm, that's a tough one See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not about, I mean, somebody, it's not about respecting women. It's that they're in this profession. That's like saying, I don't eat ribs because I have more respect for the pig than that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's a bad analogy. That's a horrible analogy. That's yeah. a horrible analogy. <laughs> People horrible. do have that. All right. So, so <laughs> I, but it, somebody's putting something up. A, a singer. Mm. I don't buy their music because I have more respect for for you know, this type of music than that. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is they put the product out there, right? Mm -hmm. And they're expecting a return on their product. So it's not about respect. It's about this is what's out there. So if it's not you, Wood, then who? That's my question. It kind of, and it kind of goes back, I guess, to what I originally said is, um, you know, these women get breast augmentation and, Am I not supposed to look? Am I supposed to look? What am I supposed to do with that? Am I not right. supposed to touch? Can I touch? Right. What do I do here? You know? Yeah. All right. Uh, That's probably a better analogy. Yo, I'm 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 lit. Did did you did you <laughs> see did you see the thing about the, the daughter that met her mother? I guess her mom put her for adoption or, or foster care or whatever. She met her mother, they hit it off, they got married. What? You didn't hear about this? Yeah, the daughter married the, the mother. Um, she found, I, I don't know if she tracked her down as a mother or she just bumped into her. I don't know. Oh, hey, you but, look nice. Oh, weird. We're, you're my daughter. Right. I, and how do you find, I mean, so if, you, if you're two girls, you're doing what you do. However, two girls get down, more power to them. But at one point in time, aren't you like, yo, this tastes familiar. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I remember one time I licked my fingers and it tasted just like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing. How they, how they, well, well the, the mom and the daughter both got busted for incest. The daughter pled guilty, so maybe she knew, but the mom's like, um, I'm not pleading guilty. You know, because I, the mom's saying she didn't know. Yeah. I just, I don't, oh. there's got to be some connector. The, the mom, of, above all, should know. The but, mom should know over the door, right? Because she's been right. there since the word go. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was in the fucking news. And I, I just read that probably about three days ago. I, That's kind of weird. There's too many people in the world to bump into somebody that you're related to. Yeah, yeah. You can run into plenty of people and not be related to any of them. Right. Right. So so something should have gave there for, for my money. It sounds I, to I, me I like, like that maybe there was a reunion or a reconnection there. And then... Oh hey, I'm glad you're in my life. Let's get married. Like, so maybe they knew is what you're saying. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, the re- and the fact that the daughter pled guilty to something like that tells me that they knew. Yeah, right off top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right, got it. And, <laughs> and then they say 
Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm going somewhere else. So finish up what you're saying. I forget. I, no, I'm not finishing. I'm going somewhere else. Oh. I'm talking to one of my boys. You have 26 kids. Do you ever babysit your kids or do you just have your kids? I just have my kids. You just have them. I'm talking yeah. to one of my boys the other day. He's like, yeah, I got to babysit my kids. I'm like, yo, how the fuck do you babysit your own <laughs> kids? That's it. See, that's one for the feminists. Um, check no. mark for me. Um, the, who the girl at the beginning of the show? The, the one that got to take a feminist hat on. Yeah, check mark for me. You don't babysit your own kids no, as a man. But have... I hear a lot of, I hear a lot of guys say that that I have to babysit my kids, and it irritates me because no. they're your kids. You don't babysit them. Right? I, I will babysit. Fucking place. I will babysit your kids, but right. I have my kids. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. You know, and this has kind of really nothing to do. Have you have you seen that? As a society, we expect perfection. Like in terms we, of? Like, I expect when I go somewhere, when I go through the airlines, for example, when I go through that, I expect it to be perfect so that I walk through, I walk out, I'm untouched. There's no problem. There's no hangups. There's no hiccups. I expect that when I go through even a drive through to buy food, that everything's perfect. If it's oh, not, I see what you're saying. Nobody there. You don't give humans any error, right? Right. So yeah, I'm driving down the road today. This was mm-hmm. just tonight, as a matter of fact. And I see a billboard, um, and it's the local news station saying, um, "Elementary fire drills, uh, fire drill errors." I'm going. Okay. Okay. I get that we should have a very small margin of error when it comes to fire drills in elementary schools. But why right. Why do we demand and expect so much perfection out of children who can barely care? Well, first, they can't care for themselves. Uh-huh. Can hardly wipe their own asses. Yet we expect Oh, it's funny you say that. Funny you say that. Because, again, these are the same motherfuckers that are hiding their laundry in the bottom of the hamper because they didn't wipe their ass right that day yeah. and they got fucking streaks all over the place yeah. and they don't want their wife or their boyfriend or their cousin or whoever does the fucking laundry in your house to see your fucking skid marks in your drawers. Exactly. So, you know what? Fuck you. Everybody makes mistakes. And people, yeah, I agree with you on that, Wood. Motherfuckers, nobody can mess up any fucking more, but yet the world is so fucked up, so somebody's fucking up on a regular basis, right? Exactly. I, yeah. I just, I don't get it. Especially, why in the hell would we hold our kids that we babysit to such a high standard, you know what I mean? Nah, nah. It, it, it's, it's, it's bullshit, and it's, un, it's unrealistic is what it is, man. They're just kids. Uh, and, and you know who it is? Go ahead. It's people... That wear white sunglass, white frame sunglasses. <laughs> Kanye, yeah. Kanye West style, huh? Yeah. He's I've got, got a- the fucking weirdest shaped head. I'm surprised another MC's ever said anything about his fucking head, man. It looks like somebody hit him in the front of the head, and everything just forced itself to the back of his head, man. <laughs> He's got the weirdest shaped head. Well, I'm sorry, I cut you off. It, no, that that just that goes back to people with prestige and power. Mm-hmm. Oh, this reminds me of something I was going to bring up. Um, about celebrities and and famous people, athletes, athletes in, uh, specifically, because you had mentioned the Cowboys and all that crap. But okay, do you have you noticed, or is it just me? We hold them to such a low standard as it compares to say teachers or medical professionals or anybody else. So in terms of how they act in society? Yeah, if you're a celebrity or if you're an athlete, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can you can hold 
parties where you molest other women or you can beat the shit out of a lady or something like that. And I think that I we'll think that tide's changing. I, I, I will suspend you for a couple of games, but yet teachers do something wrong and they're done. Lose a job, Good get luck locked getting up. a job. Yeah, I, I agree, but I think that tide is changing. Yo, I was talking to my sister today. She was telling me about Louis C.K. You know who Louis C.K. is? Yeah, I do. A comedian, yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker. So I guess some girls came out and they're like, yeah, this motherfucker for the past 15 years, every time I'm in a room with him, he just takes his dick out and starts jerking off. Right? So these girls called him out. You know what Louis C.K. said? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh No, no, he didn't say that, which That's I commend him for this. He said, um, yeah, all that shit they're saying, that's true. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He didn't apologize. He just said it's true. Right. I like that. That's what we always talk about. Just own your shit, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and She's right. Will it hurt him? I was reading today that, yeah, it, it has. It uh, He had a movie or, or something coming out, and they've... Fucked this shit up, huh? Suspended it, but you know what? Hey, he owned it. Yeah. He owned it. Well, if, if you're rich or coming up... I, I think, see, Charlie Sheen had it right back in the fucking 80s, early 90s. He paid for prostitutes. Because mm-hmm. what is that? That's a, here I go back to fucking prostitutes, man. <laughs> you know what? People, let me just say, I've never been with a prostitute, but let, let me finish what I'm talking about. So it's a business transaction. It so is. you never got anybody coming out saying, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? You yep. paid for it just like you paid for fucking french fries at McDonald's, right? Yep. How many, how many Bus- prostitutes come out and say, he paid me for it, but it was. None bad. of them. No, None of them. They're like, yeah, he paid me for it. I got my money yeah. from cool. And everybody was frowning on Charlie Sheen for that shit. And he, well, he's got AIDS now, but he had it right early. <laughs> There's that. Yeah, I think this his, is a, his is real AIDS, not fake AIDS. No, 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 not the contrite AIDS like I had. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, I thought you were saying something. No, no, no. no. Okay. So, in, in with all of that, is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying, man. And you know what? I can say no more because I am lit tonight for some reason. That 1775 beat my ass. I will not be drinking that again. I don't know how much I've slurred on this fucking episode, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Fake-ass Philly fans, kiss my ass. How's that? That's right. And Snaggles, try that out. Maybe that'll help you. I don't know. Or maybe we need to drink it around here. I don't know. <laughs> As always, people, uh, hit us up. Uh, we appreciate the emails this last week uh, as deep yeah. as they were and as long as they were to get through Mac, we have, we still appreciate it we're going to listen to you we don't always have to agree but you know what that's the beauty of this podcast is we say shit that people don't agree with and sometimes we do so yeah we don't give a fuck that, that's the whole thing we don't I, I don't fucking get say what you say see that from your view we just do this laugh your ass off is what I hope you're doing you know right, right. Uh, you can laugh it keeps getting lit on an, in an episode, and you can laugh at whatever else we might say. So, as always, hit us up on the email. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, wherever you can find us on any kind of uh, podcast, uh, catch or anything like that. We're, we're out there. We're here for your entertainment. Guys, I don't – I, yeah, go ahead. Wait, I'm sorry to cut you off. Let's talk about the shirts. Oh, that's right. So, you'll see um, – I think we've got a couple people posted that we've got some shirts out there. Um, 
If you want to earn yourself a shirt, earn it. We're not just going to give it to you for no well, We got that Patreon thing going on, too. Some people hit us with that. They were smarter than the rest, and they hit us with the Patreon, that's and we right. sent them shirts. I forget about that. That's that's my bad for uh, for not mentioning that. We are on Patreon. Who's drunk? Me or you, motherfucker? <laughs> Shit. So check us out on Patreon as well. Uh, help us out. Um, we do have shirts out. If uh, you'd like one, hit us up. We'll see what we can do to hook you up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot stress enough that next week is going to be a fun show. You're Thank probably, you. I'm glad you brought that up. You're probably going to learn something new. So listen in because you're going to like it. Um, L- listen in the kitchen. That's listen, right. listen in the kitchen. Put all your fucking seasonings out the cupboard. Put them on the fucking counter. Okay. Preheat the grill. All right. <laughs> Tenderize some meat and listen. That's yes. And, and be hungry while you listen because you're going to love it. Yeah, we got something special next week for you guys because uh, Thanksgiving's around the corner, and we'll discuss that as well. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. Leave it there. And Wood Wood gave me a heads up on what song he's playing this week. I just wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about that guitar riff? I want a couple of emails on that. That for, for my money, that guitar riff is right up there with Cashmere. Mm, by uh, Led Zeppelin and there's, there's several others but that's the only one I can think of right now because 1775 but that guitar <laughs> riff and this fucking song that's playing on this part yo out of control Probably I'm good yeah. and that and on that Keith it's always a pleasure my man we out we out